Welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio controls. And now, your host. Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony Cece. Tony Cece. Hey, what is going on, you guys? Welcome to another While well, My Batteries Charge podcast. I think I'm doing a pretty good job of saying that the exact same time every time it opens, but I don't know. I can't tell. <laughs> I get into a rut. I do the same thing with the YouTube channel. Hey, what's going on, guys? Tony here, CCXRC. Welcome. Whatever. <laughs> it's like the same thing every time. I'm just unoriginal. Today... We're going to be talking about a video I just posted. I don't know how long this one's going to go. I know some of you guys keep asking for long ones because it helps on the way to work or while you're working and things like that. So we'll see what we can do. Uh, But we're going to mainly be talking about uh, a video I just posted um, called RC Videos Perception versus Reality. And uh, I didn't really say a single thing in that video. I, I kind of said a little bit down in the comments or no, the description below it. But for the most part, I just let it be what it was. And um, we'll talk about that. Um, I've been working on a few things here at the house um, with the crawlers getting ready for USTE. I talked about that. In fact, tonight we're going to have Jeremy from Big Squid on, Jeremy Griffith, to uh, talk USTE. He can fill me in on what I should expect, let all you guys know what it's like ahead of time for maybe some of those of you guys who are going for the first time, what we can expect People like you and me. I've watched videos. I've read the you know the website, the Facebook groups, but I'd love to hear it firsthand from somebody who's been, and uh, to get me kind of amped up for going. I mean, I'm already amped up, but I want to be more amped up. So we'll be talking about that. Um, I have a, a call with him tonight. We're gonna do a, a little podcast. Get a guest on here. Gonna try to do that more often. Um, it's been tough because the whole reason that this podcast was created. Um, was to do it kind of on the fly, like whenever there was a spare moment, just sit down while my batteries charge and kind of give kind of an update. It was like an addition to the YouTube channel, a little bit more behind the scenes, a little bit more depth and detail to what's going on there, as well as just some kind of behind the scenes stuff, updates, let you know what's going on. Like I just uh, finished putting my kid's can-am yeti juniors back together we got the monster jam bodies for it max d soldier of fortune uh we have the ice and we have uh soldier of fortune ice and max d fire and um had those painted up by dark side designs and uh the max d one the red parts that are on the can-am are fine but with the soldier of fortune it would look terrible so we basically had to tear it down get all of those red parts off and writ dye them And we had to do this twice because my son helped me tear his down and all that. And I was already writ dying um, some new LMT wheels that I got for these Proline demolisher tires that Proline sent me to test out. And uh, yeah, so he's, you know, pulling off and handing me stuff. Missed the upper cage part because it was taped to his um, upper you know, fairing or plastic uh, body piece or body panel because when they were both the same color, we just taped yellow tape on the top to designate that 
the that one was his when we were driving and racing and all that. So he knew which one to watch. Um, and then he also uh, had one of the lower arms that kind of got out of the mix and didn't get didn't get dyed. So um, I had to dye those up after I got more rit dye because I used a lot for doing the tires or the wheels because I did them all at the same time in a big pan. So I used more dye in the water. Um, and so, yeah, I ended up using the last of it and, uh, needed more, but Walmart didn't have more black. They had dark Brown and all these other colors, but no black. And I finally just bought graphite. I figured it's red. It's dark enough that the red with the graphite will turn black, which it did anyway. So you get behind the scenes info like that. Um, and you know, we haven't shown any videos of that yet. Um, we'll make something about it. I'm not sure what kind of an unveil or just showing them off um, and maybe running them. We usually race them in the front yard. Uh, I need to show these Proline wheels and tires. I've got the Bluetooth um, Spectrum for the STX3. Nope, sorry, the DX3. Um, I'm so bad at remembering all the numbers and stuff. Uh, the DX3 controller or transmitter, I have a Bluetooth module that goes in this as well as a phone holder that clips on the top that you remove like a little piece of the top in order to put the Bluetooth in. But instead of replacing that that cover, you you put on a, um, a different cover that has a phone mount on it, which is cool. It's really cool, actually. There's one thing I wish that they'd done with it, um, and I don't know, maybe I'll mention it to them, but, uh, or they'll hear this, or they'll see the video, because I'll mention it in there too, is that I wish that they t made the little phone thing a little taller, so that you could swivel it more, and you could actually use it to record videos with too, while you're out running. I know they want it for their app, but you're not going to use the app all the time, but now you've got this thing clipped onto your controller, might as well double it up and let you record videos with it. Uh, if you're not out doing speed runs and you just want to hold your phone up there to record videos, man, that would be awesome. People that didn't even buy the Bluetooth would buy it uh, for that reason. Anyway, it's just an idea. I'm always looking as a YouTuber for ways to make it easier to record my videos. Spectrum was so close to having it right there in their other purpose phone mount. Um, so the video, let's get into it. I could, I could tangent for a while, but I, I'll try not to. The video that I posted the other day was like RC videos, uh, perception versus reality, nothing is real. So it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a clickbait a little bit, but it's also not. It's really what happens in the video. Sorry, I need to get a quick drink here. My morning coffee. It's early. My voice is still not awake yet. Um, so the idea of it is that the things that you see on YouTube are only so believable, no matter what it is, okay? Um, because you only see and you only hear what the person presenting wants you to see and to hear. They can leave out stuff. They can change stuff. Um, they can do slow motion. They can speed it up. So you don't really get real perspective. And we try. I mean, we're not trying to, to be deceptive, some of us. I don't try to be deceptive. But it was just funny as I was editing this video 
that I shot yesterday. So I or two days ago now, but I was out shooting the SCX 10-3 video for USTE. And then right afterwards, um, my sons wanted to play in the new sandbox with the, um, well, I went through their sandbox with my big one and then they mentioned doing it. And I said, man, this would be fun with the, the micro crawlers. And they're like, yeah, can we do that? And I said, sure. As soon as I finish this video. So, um, I finished the video making the, uh, showing kind of how the, where the SCX 10 three is in its preparation for USTE, which I think I'm going to call it good. The only thing I, I want and hope come is the, uh, scalar fab bumpers. Um, so I can put a winch on it, but other than that, it's pretty much done. Um, but let me go back a step here. So, um, we, we were playing in the sandbox with the SCX 24s. We have, um, four of them, I guess. One, two, three. No, we have five now because of the Betty. Um, we have the Jeep, we have two of the C10s and a deadbolt and the Betty. So the B17 Betty, which is the, uh, special edition one, but we don't care. We run it and it, we really don't care because we demolition derby and that's how the boys like to play with the SCX 24s is last man standing wins. And so you're literally driving around trying to target the other people and make them roll over. Um, so that is the game. Um, other games we've played have been like tag, but they're not fast enough for that to gain ground fast enough to make that interesting. So we go more demolition derby style. Um, but anyway, I was not going to film. In fact, I didn't film for most of it. Um, and then at the end, I'm like, man, these things are looking so cool going through this sandbox and through some of the little, um, tunnels and stuff that we'd made or little, there weren't even tunnels, but little caverns. Um, and you know, uh, kind of a tunnel, but not enclosed on the top, like between a rock and another hill that they dug out. It was pretty cool. So like a channel, I guess. And, uh, the articulation, everything, it just looked really cool. And some of it was a little tricky getting through. You had to choose the right line or you'd roll or you'd, uh, get hung up. It was just, I mean, it was a fun little course we'd set up going around the sandbox. So, um, we just built this sandbox and it's right by our pool. It's right off our deck. And we wanted it to be like part of the living space up there in a way. So we made it more natural looking. There's no walls or whatever. And we stuck some big rocks in it and then sand. It's kind of like a beach, I guess, right by the pool. Like there's literally a sidewalk or the little edging that they do on an in-ground pool. And then this kind of large sandbox. So we'll see how that works with the sand getting in the pool um, this year. But um, hopefully it's recessed enough that we don't have that issue. <laughs> but uh, see, I'm, I'm terrible. I'm a tangent. I'm such an Italian in that way. Uh, back to the reality part. So I get my camera out. I already have my uh, Panasonic GH5 out because I was trying to make the when I do crawlers, it's a little bit easier to one hand and use a camera like that. That's a little bit harder to run because you have to, you have to hold it physically in your other hand. You don't have it mounted to your controller, uh, which is why I like to shoot with GoPros and with my phone is because I like to just be driving and, um, 
doing RCs and I just happened to capture it at the same time. When I'm doing it with my bigger camera, it's really about making a video and less about driving an RC, except for with crawlers. You can drive it normal um, because going slow enough that you can adjust and, you know, regrip and whatever you need to in order to, to make your lines. But um, so anyway, I have it with a, a I have a rig that goes around. It gives me a nice handle on the top so I can hold it down low. And so I was doing that with these and getting like some cool shots, but at this, it's in the middle of uh, our our battle basically. And um, when they'd start get off running into each other and kind of tied up, I would go off and I would get like a really clean shot, you know, coming through one of those little channels or um, whatever. And and there was other spots where they may have been fighting in the background and I was just in it and I'm running away, but I cut it in a way that you really couldn't tell that they were fighting. Um, I didn't, I didn't use a shot where maybe the other truck's wheels were up on top of the other one. It just looked like they were kind of in a mess together in the background or parked next to each other. So, um, I basically created a new reality where I just did slow motion and chill music. And, um, I wanted to show the trucks like just looking slow motion and cool and um and then i realized like man this is not at all the scene that i captured like this is what i want it to look like for you guys to see um how cool these trucks can look and you know scale and and that but the reality isn't that at all like i'm running away from them and uh just have this little brief moment in the video where uh I can get the camera down low and I can film that. So I cut that right up against the chaos and the noise of the, the kids uh, <laughs> taunting each other and not even taunting, but um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I, yeah, I guess they were taunting or, you know, uh, like, yeah, you may be faster, but I'm a better driver than you. I've got more skill. So kind of just giving it to each other. And um, it was really funny. And uh, my youngest called his truck tipsy because it wasn't easy to tip. So, you know, it's just kind of funny stuff. So he's like, you can't take out old tipsy. But um, it was fun. But the reality is that what you see in the videos um, can only and should only sway your opinion on something so much. Uh, I'll use the LMT for example. Um, I in no way was trying to be misleading with the LMT. Um, I had the LMT since the video we made for Losi, which was the first time that I'd seen it. And we were making a product video for them. And we didn't break a single truck. We didn't break an axle. We didn't crack an axle. We didn't do anything. Um, in the two days that we were just slamming on that thing. Um, so we just, you know, at the end, we're just sending off of stuff and we were just bashing like we would with an RC. It wasn't in any way trying to be misleading and deceptive and like that we hid that we broke like 10 of them during the making of this video. The only one we broke is the one that got ran over by a monster truck. Um, all of us were blown away by what we could do with this solid axle monster truck during the entire time that we filmed it. It was just, you know, 
it was the first time the Andersons had driven it. It was the first time that I got to drive it. Uh, Kevin Hitmansky had driven it and, um, you know, was kind of in on the back end with designing it and all of that. So he had had runtime with it as they were kind of working on it and getting it dialed in. But um, so, you know, now I'm, I'm seeing everybody saying like, oh, the, the, the videos that they made were so deceptive. You can't do this with it. And I'm like, hey, we weren't trying to be deceptive. Like we didn't do it. Like Losi wasn't like make big jumps with this or do whatever the truck can do all this stuff. We just did it because we were so blown away by it. And I threw it in the video because it looked awesome. Um, and because nothing broke, like, you know, the main thing being like diffs didn't blow up, you know, that was the thing that would have been if we were trying to do all that in a product shoot, probably with the SMT stock, but throwing in, you know, brushless or whatever, trying to, you'd start blowing out diffs and things like that. And we weren't getting any of that. And we were just blown away by it. So there was, when I started making my videos, just still that, holy cow, I can't believe this about the truck. And I still feel the same way about it. My opinion on it has not changed. Um, I think it's the best ready-to-run monster truck that's ever come out. It's it's hands down better than a ground pounder um, and an SMT-10. It does come with more speed. Um but if you bring your axles up to this kind of speed and you don't put beef tubes or something in it, you're going to break axles as well. So, um, in fact, I've done it enough times to know that. So that when I did finally break one, which wasn't actually me, it was uh, Joshua Sanford and uh, Matthew Hall in the durability one where we couldn't believe how durable it was. We say that, but at the same time, we broke it in the video and we showed that we broke it in the video and weren't trying to be deceptive with it. Um, but you, you always are going to see things one way and, and see what you want to see. So, um, and we only show kind of like I cut it to the best parts, right? Except for that one, I did leave in pretty much everything. Um, unless it's just a crazy camera thing where I was pointing at the ground or whatever but I pretty much left everything of that video in because it was just insanity. So we were able to beat it like that and just, you know, slam it off of big jumps, do all that. And it's not something that Losi would actually say you should do with the truck. And so they probably cringed when we released that video. Um, and we said it was durable, but we also, it broke at the point that we took it to. So if you think that it's that durable, you shouldn't because that was the break point. We showed you what the break point was. If you bash it this hard, you could be surprised for a while at, at how much it holds up. But at some point, it's going to break. And what it really breaks on is when you have an awkward landing, which when it broke, it wasn't the biggest jump that we even did. It was just awkward onto one axle. Um, a lot of the other ones were landing on the roof. You know, they were big, hard hits where you cringe. But they weren't like that one straight up to straight down on all the way to the truck bearing down on one axle. And that's how even on some of my smaller jumps later, when I do a backflip, I just torqued it just right. And I hit it with the speed that had a lot of whip in the, the flip and it landed on the one axle and broke. So um, I've even broken axles since then. Um, but, but since I've put on braces and stuff like that, I haven't. Um, and so it's all about kind of bracing them 
and uh, lots of people are coming out with braces now. But, you know, you've got to just know every time you see something, you've just got to watch it. And that's why I, I keep going back to it. I try not to be like, you have to buy this. If you're ever going to buy anything, you need to buy this one monster truck or this is the best price thing. If you don't own one of these, you're crazy. Um, I don't ever push people like that toward buying anything. Um, I think if I were to buy, you know, kind of a basher solid axle truck, I'd still buy the LMT because it does everything I want it to. It freestyles like crazy. It's just the most fun truck that I have for it. Um, but I wouldn't not buy an SMT 10 either at the same point. I mean, at the same rate, it's, it's still a solid and good truck when you put in the money into it that you're putting into an LMT. And it still probably needs more than that to kind of get up to the level. Um, and I think that most people, if they're just racing the LMT, they're not going to have the axle issues. I think that because we, we all said it was such a great basher and people saw the videos of it getting launched um, and they think they're going to do it without it breaking. Well, you're getting the same results that we got. It's breaking it when you do that stuff. Um, so it's durable to a point like the drivetrain and all of that is durable. If you're using it for what it's really intended to be used for, which is like racing and some monster jam freestyle, it's not meant to be an X max. <laughs> we tried to drive it like one. We broke it. A lot of other people are trying to drive it like one and breaking it. Um, but there's a lot of other things that you can't tell in the video because of not being there. Like I have really soft ground. So when I'm impacting the ground, well, one, sometimes it can make it catch and break, but normally the impact is lessened because of the give of the dirt in my backyard. It's a very swampy area here. When you step, you kind of, your feet kind of, you feel it squish into the ground. A lot of people I see jumping them are jumping them onto, you know, asphalt or onto cement. Um, and that is going to be different. And you're not even going to have to go as high as I was going in order to break yours because the give point isn't the ground. It is now your axle. Um, there's no give in the cement <laughs> and it, the other, t the other thing was it was, co it's colder when I started to break stuff. That first one was hot, but you know, it was just bashed so hard that it eventually broke. Um, the other one was that it was below 40 degrees and plastic does get more brittle. Now the flip side of that is, could they brace it more in order to make it be able to do what we now have decided to do with these trucks? And the answer is yes, I think they could. Um, and I'm sure that they're looking at it now that they're seeing how we're, we're trying to drive them and that it's actually possible, um, to do some of this stuff with them. If, you know, if they brace it or if we brace it, we can go bigger with it. And I think that they're watching and they see that. So, but again, you know, so the perception versus reality was just kind of a funny thing that came out of, oh my gosh, this is hilarious that all of this is going on around. And I just made this really like cinematic slow motion, like smooth music video. And, um, so I just decided to just put a little text in the front and say, here's what I want you to see. And this is what it was really actually like, and just butted them up to each other and just let it roll. And, uh, I think it was pretty funny, but, um, but there's some truth to it 
and because I joked in the the comments like nothing's real, you only see what we want you to see, and um, and there is truth to that as well. Uh, some people can use that maliciously. I don't choose to, you know, because that doesn't do any good. Once you guys realize that this guy's just hiding stuff and he's a jerk and um, whatever, it's just manipulative and all of that, then you're not going to want to watch the videos. And that doesn't do me any good. Any good. Um, so really when it comes down to it, the content is about making it for you guys. And so how do you do that in a way that benefits you the most? And so, you know, looking back, I might've gone a little bit over the top with, but we were in the moment, man, we were blown away by what we were doing with the LMT and, uh, and just sharing it. And so now I catch a little bit of flack for it. Like I said, um, people saying, you know, there was a whole lot of hype behind this thing and, um, it's not living up to the hype and, and whatever. And, you know, a lot of it wasn't brought on by Losi, but was brought on by, uh, those of us that had it and were going crazy with it. And we were honestly really doing what we were doing and just blown away by it. Um, and so our experience has just been different and that's always going to be the case. But I never once hit anything that happened to mine. Um, right from the get-go, I mentioned that there was a uh, um, servo issue with the ones that we'd tested, but it wasn't actually like that we broke it. It was just that it was um, cut wrong, the, the spline on it. Uh, and so all of that got remedied before they actually shipped the real ones out, which is awesome. Um, so when I got mine... You know, I got one of those. I didn't have a servo for it, and so I showed that I had swapped mine out with a Reefs Raw and a Freestyle RC brace because of that. So it's like we're not trying to be misleading. They're trying to do everything they can to put out an awesome product, like, you know, doing the fix that they needed to for the servos and catching that and stuff like that, which is great. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's one of those tough things at a tough spot to be in because, you know, you're trying to, to be excited about stuff that comes out because there's a lot of exciting RCs coming out. But we also have to realize that not everybody's first experience with an RC is going to be as exciting as maybe ours was. Or on the flip side, if you have a really downer experience with it and you just are completely negative about it, it may keep a whole bunch of people from getting it who will never have that experience with it anyway because it was just something you got. Sometimes you get a lemon. Sometimes you get one that's missing a screw or a bearing or whatever in the, the build process. And that's one of the things we're always going to run into with an RTR. And even some kits sometimes, there's people that get missing parts in a kit. So they get it and they're ready to finish and build it and whatever, and they can't until they get the part sent to them that's missing. It just it happens. It sucks. Um but it's not a reason to say everything about this company sucks or, you know, there's a whole lot of people calling out on quality control and it's COVID times, man. Quality control is very hard to do right now. Uh, they can't travel. They're, they're limiting how many people can be in, in the building. So in the warehouses, all of that, but the product is being bought more than ever almost right now. And um, just constantly flying off the shelves. And so stuff's going to happen. So I try to be positive about it. I try to be upbeat. Um, I try to point out things when I do have issue. 
um, like the Hobby Wing Axe system I had, the 550. But at the same time, I have a really awesome Hobby Wing Axe system in my TF2. So I don't know what went what, what wrong with the one. I know a lot of people that have an awesome experience with them. So I'm not writing off the entire company because of one experience that I had with it. Um, and it's it's technically out of warranty now. So because I'm too busy to get to it, it's been on. <laughs> it's been six months or whatever since I bought it, and. Uh, took it out you know i did get it in um a, a little warranty note saying that it was freaking out before warranty ended um but yeah i i couldn't resolve it and go back to it and figure it out because i had other things going on and doing all this other media and stuff like that that i just it, stuff gets stuff gets put on to the the um the side burners for a while here it just happens that was one of the things I didn't need it right away. So it got put on the side burner and, um, you know, so now it's, you know, it, it stinks that it costs, it was an expensive two days use for it, but it, you know, it doesn't mean I won't get another one because it's really hard to get anything from castle right now. Um, and I, I really do. I know some people don't like that Fox system. I think it, I think it looks awesome on video. So I'll just say that, that, constant speed that it's able to keep going over obstacles just looks really good um and it's just smooth feeling to me it's the smoothest motor i've had i don't have a lot of experience with brushless systems and crawlers so it's kind of like one of my first forays into it and impressed the bluetooth thing to the phone is one of the best i think bluetooth apps and whatever that are available in the rc community right now it's just very very good um so Anyway, just you got to take things, you know, that you see and you hear with a grain of salt, you guys, and everything is just going to, you have to take in a lot and see how everybody feels about something, not just one person. Cause some people have bad experiences. Some people have good experiences, myself included. I wouldn't want you to just buy something just solely on my opinion of something. And I, again, I try not to, I just try to show how it, it performs and how it does. And try not to say yes or no. And I, I really hate it when people say, should I buy this or buy that? And my answer is usually, well, if you want to do this, I would get A. And if you want to do this, I'd get B. There's a reason for both of them in the market. There's there's good in both. And uh, it all depends what you want to do. And I, I really feel that way about most stuff. There's a lot of quality stuff out there right now. And some of it needs a little bit of help to get to the point that you may want it to be at. But they also start at different price points. And the hard part is that some of the, the cheaper stuff, like the big rocks, are just so good at the lower price point that when the stuff at higher price points have little issues, you, you're like, well, this is ridiculous. I paid so much for it. Um, but they're all hobby grade, and they all require some tinkering and messing with in order to get them just right. Um, because there's always going to be, in the molding processes, in every process, different variables that you may need to shim something that somebody else may not need to and whatever. So each one is going to have its own little idiosyncrasies that you've got to try to figure out and make work for you and make work for the truck. So anyway, um, Jeremy Griffith is on in tomorrow's podcast. Guys definitely should check it out. Um, I'm going to try and get it up shortly after we do it. 
and have it scheduled. We're supposed to do the call tonight. I'll try to schedule it to go live in the morning. Um, so in maybe less than 24 hours, there'll be a new podcast for you guys. Thanks as always for tuning in. Um, if you guys like the podcast, let us know, go to the iTunes store, give us a, a review. We've only got two of them and they're negative. <laughs> I've looked, I'm, I'm the, the least like podcast out there and it's because it is more of an ex extension of my YouTube. And so it does, it will bore some people because if they don't watch the show, they won't get the behind the scenes stuff and it'll come off as boring and they don't understand why uh, maybe it's not a, a guest driven show um, as this was really created for just quick brain dump stuff for you guys that want to know a little bit more and have been asking about other things that I can't necessarily get to in video form because it takes longer um, to, to detail out and to show and to do whatever. So, and it, and it would cloud up the YouTube channel where people would be like, Oh my gosh, there's just too much. And so this is that spot where I'm doing that little bit of extra. Um, and so we'll either bring interviews with people. We'll bring kind of behind the scenes stuff. It just can go anywhere. It's just whatever I want to talk about while my battery's charged. <laughs> so anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you tomorrow. Bye.